everyone. Welcome back to the Colorful Plates podcast, your weekly source for what's happening in the produce and food service worlds. We definitely have a special one for you all today. Today's Chef Feature podcast features Angela Carlino Milani, Chief Operating Officer and part of the third generation of ownership of Carlino's Market, located in Ardmore in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Joining Angela is Carlino's Executive Pastry Chef, Jessica Perez, who has been working with Carlino's for over 10 years. Carlino's Market is a customer of Seashore Fruit and Produce, one of Proax distributors. Carlino's is a staple in the communities they serve and have been for 30 plus years. Angela and Jessica talk all about how Carlino's came to be, what sets them apart from other markets, and how they blend family recipes and old world techniques into modern day cuisine, while keeping the traditions of the Carlino's alive through food and a familial atmosphere. So talk about the start of Carlino's. So Carlino's was started in 1983 by uh, my grandparents, actually, who emigrated from Italy. And uh, they're from the hills of Abruzzo, Italy. Came over here. Yeah, my, my dad um, started a little shop right in a suburban neighborhood of Ardmore, Pennsylvania. And uh, they just served little prepared foods and fresh pasta. Um, we started as a pasta company, actually. Just very simple, mm-hmm. a couple machines they brought over from Italy, and it was very new and uh, different and on the cutting edge in a neighborhood on the main line of Pennsylvania. Um, so they started just selling to neighborhood people and people from all around this this town. And then the restaurants and casinos in New Jersey started to um, catch wind of the beautiful pasta they were creating how delicious it was. And they started buying it. So we started wholesaling the pasta to a lot of really high-end restaurants who were not making it in-house themselves. Mm -hmm. And we started, um, you know, by word of of mouth, expanding into the tri-state area. Awesome. And then, yeah. And then from there, after a few years, my grandmother, who was a fabulous cook, um, who started creating her pastries and prepared foods in the in the little tiny market and from there it just expanded and we eventually took over almost half of the block Mm. and the market just expanded from there and uh, customers would come in and it became a full service market Mm -hmm. and deli that's great um so what's your role there so i'm uh in charge of operations and i I do a lot of the menu planning with our chefs. We have about six main chefs in-house um, between our kitchens uh, of both our main kitchens and pastry mm-hmm. kitchens and bread kitchens. We make all of our bread in-house. So all of our doughs and everything are made from scratch and all made by hand. And our chefs are all involved and we have very seasonal menus and things that we collaborate on that are really wonderful and exciting and we have a great team and i also head up all of our full service catering that we do off-site um in a lot of people's beautiful homes and exclusive venues that we're partnered with mm-hmm. and um so you could say i do a little bit of everything uh back of the house and then making it look beautiful for the front of the house and uh, all that good stuff okay um so Let's talk about, I'm sure Jessica helps you with this, actually. So talk about your um, menu ideation process. Like, how do you figure out what's on the menu, what's not on the menu? Does it um, revolve around the season? Just kind of talk about your process and trying to figure out what you guys are going to serve. 
Sure. So I'll let uh, Jessica chime in here a little bit because uh, she's actually our executive pastry chef. Mm -hmm. um, so she has, we definitely center our menus around what's in season and we deal directly with seashore produce in in seeing what is available to us for the upcoming season. And then we basically start with the ingredients and from there we create our dishes and okay. see what we're going to put out to our customers, um, both in store mm -hmm. and then also for catering. We do tons of trays and pickups and beautiful, uh, like say charcuterie boards and cheese trays and crudite and beautiful displays. And then through that are pies and cakes and all that we use as much seasonal stuff as possible. And Jessica can get a little bit into the pastry side. Mm -hmm. um, it's so fun and um, exciting and what she does with all of the local produce through the season. Awesome. Hello. Hi. So um, <laughs> one of the things that I really love about working um, at Carlino's is how involved the owners actually are. Mm -hmm. um, I really love also that they allow us um, full creativity um, with our ideas and, um, you know, whatever we can bring to the table. So um, I think it's really cool how Mr. Carlino, especially, he's always looking, you know, for the trends so we can stay ahead. Um, and he's always, you know, constantly to, to myself and the other chefs, he sends us, you know, messages and recipes and you know, mm -hmm. all throughout the day, almost every day, lots of different ideas. Um, but also, you know, we like to uh, try to keep it centered around what's local, mm -hmm. um, what's available to us so that it can be as fresh as possible. Mm -hmm. I know in the bakery, you know, we just finished up with the local blueberries um, and we did, you know, lots of different things. I made a, we make gelato. So I did a blueberry a lemon curd gelato. We made a Bun cakes, blueberry muffins. I mean, fresh, fresh blueberry muffins are so delicious. Also, um, blueberry crumb pies. We had just finished up with cherry lattice pies. The cherry pie that we have is that's one of Mama Carlino's original recipes mm -hmm. um, that she taught me. Um, I had the pleasure of working with her for a few years. Um, I've been here for um, almost 19 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I had said earlier, you know, I, I do love working here um, for many reasons, but you know, the fact that they allow us so much creativity is, you know, it's just awesome. Um, you know, so, so I do enjoy every day. Um, right now, actually today, I'm going to be starting um, some blackberry items mm -hmm. and some figs because blackberries and figs are what's available to us right now. I'll be doing a blackberry mousse today. And then we're also going to be making um, some kuchadati, mm -hmm. which are, yeah, it's a fig cookie. Um, so we make we make the filling at this time of the year. Um, and we try to get um, a lot of those cookies out on the shelf. That's also one of Mama Carlino's original recipes. Um, so our customers, you know, they the customers that have been here for many years and our new customers, they they wait for all these uh, specialty things that we only have for a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, also, 
you know, soon we'll be working on the pumpkin spice, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so either you love it or you hate it, but yeah. I definitely love it. It's a nice but, reminder uh, of fall. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I'm in the minority, so <laughs> it's kind of overdone. But anyway, this year we're really trying to elevate the pumpkin spice to keep it more interesting and, mm-hmm. you know, just to get the haters on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, just, you know, different, different blends. Like I'm working on a recipe right now for a chai pumpkin cake mm-hmm. with maple brown butter frosting. That sounds delicious. Um, so that's, that, yeah. And then a salted caramel pumpkin cheesecake. Um, working on that. Oh, man. Um, so what I do with these recipes is I, I make them in small batches and I let the Carlino family try them. Mm-hmm. And so they just give me the constructive criticism and then we go back and forth until we get it right. That's awesome. um, so usually like all of our new recipes, I handle that um, as the executive pastry chef. And I work very closely with the Carlinos that way. And then that way, when it's time to actually put the product out for our customers, you know, we're a hundred percent sure that it's what we want to present. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the kitchen right now, um, we're researching and starting to get into our fall flavors. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll be using maple syrup, molasses, sage, which is nice and woody. We have uh, red wine, um, red wine reductions for some of our salmon coming up. And then, uh, of course, beer is such a great flavor, such as porter and stout. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also, what else are we doing there? Working on a black bean pumpkin turkey chili and also brown butter roasted acorn squash. Um, so, you know, we've got a lot going on. I love when the seasons change because uh, it's it's you enjoy every season of baking, really, um, and, and the cooking side as well. Um, so it's nice to change the menus a few times a year and mm-hmm. uh, work on all the local fresh produce that's available to us. Yeah. You, you guys sound like you do everything. It's really... <laughs> Awesome. I mean, so how many markets do you guys have? And what is your I mean, how many people do you serve a day? Like what what's the scope of Carlino's? So we have two brick and mortar locations uh, in Ardmore, Pennsylvania and Westchester, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we like I said, we have this out outsourcing of off-premise catering as well. So it extends further in the tri-state area of um Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we go out, we do a lot of corporate catering. So we're, you know, we're, we're everywhere. Um, but our brick and mortar locations have a little bit of everything. And it's just exactly what you said. We do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And we awesome. do online, we do online as well. So some of our specialties, some of a, a good amount of our specialties, you can order and we ship now. And uh, we ship all across the country. Which is actually, I'm going to just put something in there. Um, One, a lot of our customers um, that have, you know, children or family members that have moved to other states or have gone to college. um, Actually, a lot of our customers come in and they they send, you know, various things um, to their children. Or we have a we have a college package that we can send out that's got um, some cookies and, you know, things that a lot of these people have grown up on over the years that they miss. Wow. That's yeah. really awesome. Um, so talk a little bit about the 
difference, if there is a difference between a menu plan for a catering job versus your menu planning for your market? Is there a difference? And if so, what would that difference be? Sure. So say we're working with a particular client. Of course, um, we have a structured menu in place seasonally, mm-hmm. but we have we we encourage and we love to work one on one with our clients, um, especially because there are so many dietary needs and and different, um, you know, little touches that they want or special foods that they want to incorporate into their event. And we love that because it gives us the chance to just be so creative yeah. and all of our chefs get involved and we mm-hmm. love making someone's event that much more special. So we do a lot of vegan, a lot of vegetarian. We do a lot of, um, you know, different dietary um, menus, specific dietary menus. And um, they turn out in the style that we do, which is a very, you know, small batch, handmade, authentic to, you know, our our culture, which is, you know, the Italian culture, just fresh and all of the Mediterranean flavors. And we do it for everyone in every different type of a style cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the one-on-one relationship we have, which we also can do in our markets as well, but that's more structured in that, you know, you call in an order, we have a particular menu, a particular size that serves the amount of people that mm-hmm. it does. And we do, we do tastings for the larger events, which yeah. are fun because, you know, the, the customers that come in for the tasting, uh, not only do they like to sit down, you know, with the, the catering director or Angela, but they also get a chance to meet the chefs. And then we can talk about, you know, different things that they like or, um, you know, different ideas they have. And we can get feedback on what they are tasting at the moment. And I mm-hmm. found over the years, the customers just love hanging out with the chefs for a short period of time. And it's fun so, for us, too, you know, because we're, we're yeah. usually in the kitchen. So. Yeah. So it it sounds like you guys pretty much equip yourself with every different, like a, a very versatile group. So you can adapt to whatever inquiry you get, which is insane because you don't, you don't really see that it, you go to a specific place and you said people are kind of expecting one thing so you're more of a, an Italian type style, but it sounds like you guys can just go all across the board, right? Oh, definitely. Yes, yeah. we love to be on trend and we always have our particular style and our twist on everything. And that's what mm-hmm. people love about us. But when you walk through our doors of our brick and mortar locations, we want you to be wowed. Every time you come in, we want you to see something different. Um, and if it's something that they're seeing that's trending on, what it, whether it be social media or um, if yeah, you're we're still all watching over cooking it. shows, we're all over it. We're, we're in the game. We love it. We love to evolve always. And we've always done that from the beginning. My grandmother, being from a little town of Italy, she was always about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember working with her. Um, she loved to bake. So she spent a lot of time in the bakery. And um you know, even though we were like, let's see, 40, 45 years or 50 years apart in age, and she didn't speak a lot of English, but we Mm -hmm. were very best friends. And I mean that from my heart, 100%. Um, But that was one of the things she would come in and she'd be like, okay, what are we going to make today? So we would just come up with different things. And uh, and we still do that, you know, especially in the kitchen with the fresh produce and, um, you know, fresh seafood or 
all of the ingredients available. Um, the chefs make daily specials, not even weekly specials. I mean, we do daily specials, which I think is is really big for a specialty market. Um, and That's then also huge. same yeah. thing in the bakery. Yeah, I mean, it keeps it interesting. And then, you know, even though we are we have a lot of customers. Um, we are small enough that we can still do those things, you know, just mm -hmm. come in and, you know, today I want to, I want to do this. I mean, I know for sure in the kitchen, they're doing heirloom, heirloom tomato, um, salmon today. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, every day is a different day. So we have different, uh, we have different specials every day. And I just want to um, speak on that in that we are ever adapting in that we're not a corporate company. We're like a big corporate uh, market that, you know, possibly to say who are your competitors, which we don't feel that they are competitors because we can adapt on the fly and we can do whatever needs to be done that day. And meaning like we have beautiful produce available for us that to this week, this day, we are going to make something fabulous with it and we can put it out for sale and our customers can come and enjoy it. And that doesn't have to go through the big corporate chain to get, get it out on the shelf exactly. or get it in like, front of someone. Yeah, exactly. And then we have customers that come in and say, oh, well, you had this last week. And, you know, a lot of times the chefs will be like, you know what, give me 20 minutes. If I can do it, I'm going to make it for you or come back tomorrow. You know, we're, we're small enough uh, that we can, we can do special things like that for the customers. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so you've already, Angela, you've already talked about this and Jessica, so have you, but I'm just going to re-ask the question. So it's a little bit more, it's tightened up. What makes Carlino's different from other full service markets? So I think it's definitely, we are a family business. I want to say that we are family owned and a lot of our, our, we have family on staff. We have um, employees that have been with us for a very long time. And we, we are a family business in that that's our, that's part of our culture here. Um, mm -hmm. It is a culture here. It is a love of food and a love of family. And it's a feel that you get um, more so than the fabulous food. It's it just, it's, it rounds it all around. I think um, you do come in for that fresh bread every morning. That's baked every morning, come in for the fresh bakery items. You come in for the fresh foods. We have a full deli. It's, you yeah. are intimate. Mm -hmm. I feel it. It's more intimate than a food market that maybe on a larger scale, a more corporate market. Um, and then you will see a family member walk around. You will see our chefs walk around. Yeah, that's, that that's one thing I can definitely say. And I, it's always impressed me. And honestly, when I talk about where I work, I always say this to everyone. I say, you know what? The Carlinas are always present. You know, they come to work just like everybody else. And they are so dedicated to the business and to all of us and the customers, they're always here, you know, um, probably more so than some of our employees, but, <laughs> and yeah, they're all yeah. involved, you know, differently. They all have kind of a different role in the business, but everyone is very involved and present, which I think is amazing. Um, so that makes yeah, it, it makes you work harder too. I mean, you see everyone in it together and it just makes you want to work harder and to it, 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 I, I worked for a small family owned um, winery before this, and it was a small team. Uh, the owner was about my age and just seeing her in the field every day made me want to work hard for her family's it does. business. It, it you definitely know? does. The passion is just like, 
you know, yeah. it, keeps, it keeps everyone else in line, really, because they're setting, mm -hmm. they're setting a fantastic example. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Totally agree. <laughs> um, okay, so talk about what you look for in a distributor. So definitely uh, a company that has the same values as us. I think that's super mm -hmm. important. Um, it's always nice when there's another family business, um, you know, keep some, it small, keep it small as much as we can um, really be able to talk to every part of that, every, every uh, position in that company, if need be, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's not like a huge corporate um, chain of, 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 power or whatever you want to call it um, yeah, yeah. At, the, at the top if you need it we want someone that's going to work with us we yeah. want them to also feed us information i mean that feed us um what is seasonal what's fabulous what's new um you know we don't want to have to you know just really ask and ask and ask what do you have what do you have we want them to bring us mm -hmm. items and ideas and things like that and yeah and having relationships like that with our our vendors, um, you know, it, 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 it's very nice that they can offer those things to us because it, it's, it shows that it's more personal and it's a closer relationship than, you know, working with some of the larger companies where you're just a number, the smaller, yeah. the smaller local, um, family owned businesses, you know, they understand the struggle. So, you know, we all kind of get together and make it all work. Yeah. And that's across the board, whether it's, um, you know, through our produce company, um, some of our other food purveyors, but also in our retail, we do a huge retail business and little um, artisan, um, you know, uh, companies that do like jams and, and, and honeys and, and local drinks, and, um, all that. Yeah. We mm -hmm. love to know exactly what the story of each company is. And we highlight that on a weekly basis through samplings and we invite those vendors in to explain yeah. their stories and their, and their companies and all that. It's, it's nice. It's part of the culture of our company and it's nice for our customers to, to also have that information given to them. And we give them these new products um, when they come in and they, they appreciate it. And it's so exciting for us mm -hmm. to be able to put it in front of them. You know, we have our, um, our purchaser, she, you know, she, she does look around for different products to sell that are, you know, new and trending. But what's really nice, I would say about a lot of our products, maybe most of them that we sell our grocery items in the market, um, everything does have a story, you know, mm -hmm. they are smaller companies and, you know, they, you know, every product has, uh, it's come from somewhere and it does have a story. So that's, that's really cool to be able to share yeah. that with the customers. Especially things yeah. like chocolate bars and, mm -hmm. and olive oils and crackers and, you know, like jams and jellies. And mm -hmm. um, we have some lo some drinks like juices and things like that mm -hmm. that, ha that are prepared locally. Um, tea, tea blends, um, you know, our coffee, lots of different things. Yeah. I think, you know, going back to the winery that I worked at, it was a very small, only like 2,000 cases a year, and we produced an organic olive oil. And I think it's easier sometimes for people to understand that that story yeah. and can visualize that process. So it makes yeah. people want that ingredient or that product more. Sure. So it's it just – it it. I there if there's a story behind something it explains everything versus buying a whatever on the shelf that's massively produced it, it just makes it better 
definitely. Um, and I can expand on that olive oil yeah. thing for a minute if I could. Um, actually, my mom is just, she's coming back from Italy today. We have been importing our olive oil from the groves that my my grandparents, same Mama Carlino and my grandfather, used to work on when they lived in Italy. Um, still, okay, family. Yeah, yeah we and bring a lot of people over. don't know that. <laughs> I know, and and we've had customers come back for years. So before the whole trendy thing of olive oil, like extra virgin olive oil, um, and like refilling bottles, it became a thing around our way. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for years and years. We had you bring your, you get a bottle of our olive oil. We have it in a big fusti. Mm-hmm. It's called. Mm-hmm. Um, we you bring back your bottles. We refill them. We give you a, a discount. You don't pay for the bottle again. You're recycling, you're reusing. Um, and it's so fresh and fabulous because we bring it in each year when the new crop um, is freshly pressed and is ready to, to come out um, of Italy. Mm-hmm. And we bring it in when it's fresh, fresh, not at the end of the season, but at the beginning mm-hmm. or the beginning of um, harvest. And uh, it's great. And we use it throughout That's amazing. our cooking and our food and we sell it you know, obviously a retail and our customers have come to really love it. And it's become a staple in their kitchens. You can tell the difference. And of course the story behind it mm-hmm. and you know that it, where it's coming from and it's not a, a, this mystery blended oil that's being called extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. It's coming from, you know, a <laughs> farm and we know exactly where it's from. My mom just visited it a couple of days ago and it's fabulous. And we actually have a new oil coming out of there and we're so excited. Oh, that's really exciting. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we get excited about all that stuff. So it's, it's great to be able to share that passion with our customers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm going to finish up with um, asking you guys, how do you stay inspired, both of you, to continue um, the business and continue to be proud of the business? Just kind of talk about that. I think for me, it comes from the legacy that I have through my family. I mean, my grandmother, who I was named after, started this. She came as a a little poor Italian lady from Italy and had this dream that she just wanted to share her passion of food with everyone. And it kind of just trickled from there. I always looked up to her and I feel that it's so wonderful that we're able to take it to the point it is today and continue that legacy it's so rare Mm -hmm. and I understand and feel that is like, it's just so special and being able to work together with amazing people and our chefs and being able to, to work with my brother and my parents is just, it's a special different kind of way. I don't feel like I'm not going to a corporate job or I'm going just to any kitchen or whatever. I am able to continue a legacy that is special is unique. We're ever evolving, you know, the, opportunity for expansion is endless. Whatever we set our heads to, we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with hard work, it comes and it, it's very special. I have great role models. I have a great team around us. And um, that's what really keeps me going, I think. Yeah. And it, I'm proud to say as a, a mom of three, I think it's a great um, example to show my kid, you know, yeah. it's nice. And they're part of that culture because they're growing up in it. And it's great. Yeah. And then uh, for myself, I would say, you know, to keep everything going and, you know, to keep inspiration, I do have to just firstly, you know, turn it back on the Carlinos with their dedication. Um, Like I had said before, just being present in the markets every day and then just never losing steam of, you know, 
um, what's in trend and, um, you know, just researching and um, looking, you know, for local local ingredients, um, you know, so them setting that type of example, their family, it really inspires the chefs and keeps us going. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's one thing about myself also that I sometimes I feel a little like surprised because when I tell people that I've been, you know, working for the same company for almost 20 years now, um, they're like, how do you do it? It's, you know, it's so long. And I mean, honestly, I, every day for me is, uh, it's an opportunity to try something new. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think like with their example, um, I think that that's really what keeps me going because we do have a lot of independence, you know, the Carlinos trust, trust the chefs, you know, a hundred percent with the decisions that we make, um, and running our specific departments. Most, most of all the chefs have been here for more than 10 years. I would say most of us closer to 20 and, um, even our executive chef, uh, Lou, he's been with us for gosh, maybe almost 30 years. So, and also every day is gung ho. And I, I, I mean that, and the Carlinos know that too. And, um, I think that having a smaller group of people, um, and a smaller, smaller, um, smaller stores, you know, we kind of work off of each other and everybody, you know, collaborates together and kind of keeps everything going. Cause we're all one team, yeah. you know, trying to, trying to move forward and, and do fun, new, um, exciting things. So that's great. And if I can just interject also, it's the passion to preserve some of the staples that we have and started with, and they're still to this day and consistency is so key. And I feel like preserving some of these traditions that people, you know, they lose in their own being tradition of the Italian culture. Some of the foods that we still make to this day that people just lose along the way through the generations. And we love the opportunity to see their reactions when they come in and they're able to purchase from us the same. Exactly the way that that mama made it. I think also, you know, with some, some businesses or, um, you know, I think along the way, the methods get changed too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, creates, it's, it just changes everything. Um, and I know for myself, you know, being with Mama Carlino for, you know, the time that I had with her, um, she taught me many recipes of which I'm the only one that knows. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Angela and I, because um, Angela was always in the kitchen with us as well. But um, I, I try to preserve her tex- techniques mm-hmm. um, also because, you know, um, some of our bakers come in or some of our, you know, our kitchen staff and they say things like, well, why are we doing it like that? We could do it like this and it would be faster. And I have to say, well, you know what? No, this was mama's recipe and this is how she did it. And that's how we do it. Yeah. Um, you know, And just to keep it going, because I feel like we need to, you know, preserve that legacy because, you know, as time goes on you know, I don't, I don't want those recipes to change. I feel like, you know, I, I owe that to her to continue doing those things. And it comes down to even equipment, to be quite honest with you, because I have some of her equipment. I have her, her toolbox with all her little (laughs) baking things. And for some of our recipes, it's like, no, you know, you got to use this to measure it because I just feel like that's what mama used. And, you know, I don't want to change that, that's, you know. It is what it is. You just leave it because it yeah, works. <laughs> I, have, I have her measuring cups and her measuring spoons 
And when we do certain recipes, we break that out and we use that and then we clean it up and put it right back where it was. So we have it for next time. Yeah. yeah and she speaks to a lot of the seasonal stuff. Like say at Easter time, we have a special bread that we make and it's kind of like, it's an occasion. It's not just we're making it. This is an occasion we're making the Easter bread. It was, you know, we, we, have a group of people that come in it's the smells it's the feels it has it's everything and that goes through every season at christmas time we have certain items that we make mm-hmm. the calginetti that we make at christmas with the fig jam mm-hmm. uh is we bring we bring people to tears with that yeah. and i am 100 percent serious it's yeah. a family affair yeah <laughs> yeah they're very hard takes a long time yeah. and we have people i mean they just say oh my gosh my grandmother used to make those. Oh my gosh, my great grandmother used to make well, those. So and we have a lot of- you guys mentioned cuchitatis, and my nana makes them, and I'm like, oh god, yes, nobody we- knows that unless you're Sicilian. Yeah, there you or go. Italian, you know, and we 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 think it's so fun that we can package them, put them on a shelf. You can buy them. Yeah, and Our customers are very you know appreciative, and we feel it's so honored to be able to put something on the shelf that we're preserving a little bit of that tradition yeah. and you're able to get it on the shelf. And we're able to share that because they are small batch recipes. Yeah. Um, trying to mass produce some of these things like the cuchadati. I mean, that's all hand, you know, the filling is handmade, the dough is rolled and mm-hmm. cut, you know, there's four or five, six of us around the table making the cookies and cutting them. If we were trying to supply, you know, to, you know, hundreds and hundreds or thousands of people's uh, people, um, we wouldn't be able to do that yeah. because it just, it would, there's just no time for that. But the fact that our markets are small um, allows us to provide those things and, you know, prepare those things for our customers. Yeah. Thank you so much, Angela and Jessica, for chatting with us. I really personally enjoyed getting to hear how the Carlinos keep their family traditions alive and how Chef Jessica learned from Mama Carlino and the relationship that they had I think it's really awesome how the Carlinos have seemingly achieved the American dream, you know, and they have this wonderful family, you know, establishment that their communities cherish, and it's fantastic. And they also work with one of our ProAct distributors, so we're glad to have them as a part of the ProAct family. That's all we have for this week. If you're in the Ardmore, Westchester areas in Pennsylvania, go grab something tasty from Carlinos Market. And also, go give Colorful Plates a follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for recipes and more. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. And as always, stay fresh!